Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with personal and professional development specialist, Roberta Fernandez. She is a leading voice in cognitive transformation, leveraging her extensive experience in systems thinking, organizational change, and emotional intelligence. She empowers individuals and leaders to harness their subconscious minds, fostering quantum shifts in consciousness. Her engaging speaking style and practical insights promise a transformative experience, offering an immediate actionable blueprint for personal and professional professional growth. Enjoy this interview. It's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute yeah. out. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And I want to begin our conversation with we're kind of coming up on the four-year anniversary of this pandemic. How did yeah. you get through that time period and how did it subsequently change you? You know, the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, I, I was um, a hypnotist, a board certified hypnotist, and had to close the office, which was challenging. I had done Zoom sessions, so it wasn't a big deal, but it was for everybody else, you know, for clients. Can you, will it work if it's online? But for me, it gave me an opportunity to really reinvent my business, which I was kind of ready to do anyway. Um, I had created this app, which was already amazing uh, for well-being. It gave me a time to really almost triple the capacity um, as far as content was concerned. Um, I started working on something I had been wanting to do for years, and that was to build out a program called Ahara. So I took three years to build that program, and um, it just helped me refocus where I was headed uh, and kind of bring my lifetime of being an entrepreneur together in a different way um, than just being a hypnotist. So for me, the pandemic was, um, and it, I really look at it as an opportunity. So let's get to the heart and soul of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer uh, that child? Uh, very good, because I used to run a Montessori school. So I'm very familiar with, with third graders. I would say that I help them find their superhero uh, with inside. So I help people um, achieve their potential. And I think third graders would love the the superhero metaphor. Um, but it really is about bringing out the best in yourself, just personally and professionally. So I bill myself as a personal and professional development consultant. So when you were in the third grade, what was your dream? What did you want to be when you grew up? You know, I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. <laughs> and it's really funny because I've never been technically a teacher, but I have always done something where I'm teaching people. Um, so I have kind of fulfilled that dream just in a different way than I ever thought I would. So let's get to how this happened. Take me back to where you were born and raised. What were the seeds that were planted into you that wanted to give and wanted to help people and, you know, teach them and, and give them their superpowers? How did all of that evolve into who you are today? You know, it was really organic, I would say. Um, when I was young, I loved school. I was one of those rare kids that loved school, but I got all my warm fuzzies there. So I think teachers were kind of my heroes at the time. Um, I still have a couple that I remember so vividly. And um, I, I just love school and I love learning. Um, I, I like taking something I didn't know anything about and, and diving into it. And that's really how my career is, has progressed. I um, I had a couple scholarship opportunities, uh, big ones. My parents thought I should get married instead. Um, that ended up being a huge mistake, but uh, it was what it was. And it inspired me to take the entrepreneurial route. 
So I've only had one corporate stint that I actually worked for a company. And since my mid-20s, I've been an entrepreneur. I've had seven businesses now. Um, And all of them have been things I knew nothing about Um, because I I love a challenge. I love a challenge. But they've all kind of built on each other and related. Yeah. Yeah. So who's been a hero for you and inspiration in your life? You know, I think my teachers, actually, you know, there's been two, my third grade teachers, interesting that you chose third grade. That was a huge pivotal year for me. I actually had two teachers, one got pregnant and took some time off and then came back and they were both just, they were the people I aspired to be. You know, they were really good women and caring and I think I think because I did get a lot of my warm fuzzies at school, um, it it really developed that in me. And I've always had a career where I've been helping people in some way. So if you could meet one person alive on the planet right now that you find inspirational or fascinating, who is that be? Who would that be? Who would you love to meet? Oh, that's just such a hard question. <laughs> um, <laughs> Honestly, the person I find most inspirational is my daughter. Um, I, obviously, I, I know her. I don't have to meet her. Sure. But she it, she does inspire me because she is um, she's just such an amazing young woman. And I'd like to think I had some kind of role in that, you know, and that she did inherit the genes, right? But um, and 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 you know the basic goodness about her, but she is so independent and so strong and just doing amazing things. She's a neuroscientist and she's a professor. Wow! And you know she could have written a ticket at any major you know R one school, uh, and she chose to work at a smaller university um, to really help young women come into science. And to pursue careers in that area. And I I really respect her for those choices she's making. So speaking of choices and, and dedication, what what is it for you that gets you up every day, that motivates you to not only help others, but to evolve yourself? Well, I'm always learning from my clients, um, whether they're corporate clients um, or individuals. And that that motivates me. I, you know, I'm in the last third of my life. I'm looking to leave my legacy. But what I find is that I'm constantly learning. And for me, that is what keeps me going. Um, I rarely wake up and have a day that's like, oh God, I'm just dreading the day because my days are all very different. I work with a wide variety of people, which keeps me excited and, um, I'm always learning for them and to watch them transform and progress in their careers. And to think that I had a little bit of a footprint on that is, is, is really rewarding to me. So speaking of clients, what's been one of your favorite client success stories? Uh, I couldn't even begin to pin it down. Um, and I, I don't i'm I'm not saying that to avoid the question. Sure. Um, it's just that when I look at my variety of careers, they've all given me something different. Um, as a hypnotist, I work with helping people change one on one in very transformational ways, getting over major issues, whether it be, you know, not sleeping well or having chronic pain or some kind of emotional issues, you know, to see people really get their life together and have them reach out to me years later and say, I'm still doing the things you taught me. Like, I just want you to know. That's hugely rewarding. When I look at the work that I do within companies, 
it's it's also equally as exciting because I'm helping create role models who think differently, problem solve differently, and that ripple effect I think is is very important in the world today. We need people who who do think differently and problem solve differently because we have a lot of issues and they're not changing. And so I'm looking for those leaders and change makers and influencers that that want to be those kind of role models uh, to to change the world. I can't do it by myself, right? Yeah. Um, so when you get people in those upper levels of organizations, um, it's it's super powerful. So I'm always fascinated by the idea of hypnotism. For instance, my wife has, you know, she doesn't really like to fly. There's certain things going into elevators and things. We always kind of say, you know, maybe you should go to a hypnotist and see what happens. But I'm yeah. curious from the the mystery that, that our brains are, what is the driving force behind it that creates the change? What happens to the hippocampal, the cerebellum, whatever part of your brain? What is it that happens that changes things? Well, you know, it's really interesting because there's since the advent of fMRIs, um, science has been able, able to really validate the work that I do. Um, it's not this woo-woo kind of stuff. I mean, stage yeah. hypnotists kind of give that impression that there's a level of control. But um, we know what happens in the brain when someone is hypnotized, and um, it's very specific. And it, it, the areas that are related in the brain that are changing, and, and here's what we know now, too. There's real neural changes. It's not just placebo. Mm -hmm. um, placebo will always be a part of hypnosis, but um, the brain has the capacity to change um, in, in a lot of people with, with hypnotic suggestion. And so, um, but the, the biggest success I think for hypnosis, what, what I tell people is you don't have to believe that it will work because I would, I think that the majority of people that walk in my door that have not been referred to me, don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I would say probably a hundred percent of them, but they have to want the change. So I always tell people, I have, and I don't know if your podcast will have, I know you're on YouTube. I have this little hypno wand yeah. and I tell them, I can't hypno anything out of you. If I had that kind of power, this world would be a, definitely a different place, right? And I wouldn't be talking with you either, Joe, sorry. Right, I get it. <laughs> but I, I don't have that kind of power, but we do as individuals have the ability to affect our own change. And, you know, years ago when I was working strictly in the corporate sector, as a consultant um, and a trainer, what I realized is that a lot of times companies would bring me in to help with cultural change. Um, I was working specifically in the area of sustainability. And in those days, that was, you know, a very challenging thing to do. It wasn't a thing like it is today. And so it was a lot about changing the culture. And you can't change a corporate culture until the people in it change. Yeah. I mean, you can you you can't delegate or you know um, from the top down say this is what's going to happen. Um, grassroots movements from the ground up sometimes they're successful, a lot of times they're not. Um, so you really have to look at changing the people within. And as a hypnotist, when I made that transition, people thought it was a big change. Like, wow, you're going from a corporate trainer and consultant to a hypnotist? What, what the heck, right? But it really is just a different tool. 
um, companies have always relied on emotional intelligence and guided visualization. And, you know, those are big in the corporate sector and the, uh, the, the world of athletes. Um, it's, it's something that we know works. And hypnosis is just a version of all of that. And I'm just working with individuals. In the last three years, I've wanted, you know, again, getting toward the end of my life and where am I going to leave my legacy? I really want to utilize all my skills now. So I've kind of drifted back into that corporate sector or business sector where I'm helping leaders within those or teams within those companies um, do this for themselves. So while I'm not practicing as much hypnosis one-on-one, although that's will always be a part of my life because I love it. Um, I'm using all my life skills in one package, which is really fun. Absolutely. I always remember that movie, uh, with Jim Carrey, eternal sunshine on the spotless brain where he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grub the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, wild. movies, Movies and and Geico commercials, you know, TV commercials, um, they love to, hypnosis can just be a fun thing to work with, but there's so many myths about that out there. And I think today, you know, when I started 12 years ago in this profession, you know, I got a lot of the, oh, don't look at me stuff, you know, Um, and and I like to play with that a little bit. Look in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) It it just doesn't work that way. Um, But it makes for fun conversation obviously. Um, But there, it really is something that I think we're finding from a scientific perspective um, with pain management, for example, it is an incredible tool. Yeah, I I had both my knees replaced at the same time. This is what got me into hypnosis. I didn't use any pain meds. I just use self-hypnosis. Now, not everybody can do that, but everybody can use hypnosis to take less pain meds. And so when you think about the impact, I mean, that pain happens in the brain. And so every single one of us, hypnosis aside, we have the ability to tap into that deeper part of ourselves, which is all hypnosis is, and, and, and change the way we think. Because that really, if we change the way we think and the way we feel, we can change everything. Yeah. We are creating our own reality by how we get up every day. Um, if I get up and I'm grumpy and I go out in the world, all I'm going to run into is grumpy people. It, it yeah. really is. We, what we put out there is like a boomerang. It comes back, right? Mm-hmm. If I get up with a positive attitude and I think, okay, you know, this is going to be a great day, that's exactly what I create. And so I think most people are just not informed about how powerful their thoughts and their emotions are and how that can really not only reinvent our lives, but, and this is why I'm looking back at the business and corporate sector, because when we have leaders understanding that and causing that ripple effect throughout their organization and as a role model to other organizations, that creates significant change. Yeah. So of all the things that you've done, evolved into and become in your life, what are you the proudest of? Oh, gosh, that's hard. I think I have been proud of everything I've done. Um, even the really simple things. When I when I had my child, when, when I had Corey, 
Um, you know, I was working a 60 hour job a week. I was a certified financial planner and I didn't want somebody else raising my kid. And so, um, what I found when I left that profession and decided to be a stay at home mom after about six months, I knew that was a big mistake for me. I, I wasn't a 24 seven. I needed adult conversation. I needed, I needed more. And so, uh, but I wanted to spend time with my daughter. So I started a, a faux finishing business. I'm kind of an artistic person. And, you know, that brought me a lot of pride and joy because I left behind something in someone's home that whenever they looked at it would make them feel good. Right. Yeah. And that's a simple thing. But it really, when you look at life, it is the little simple things that make the biggest impacts if we're willing to notice them. And, you know, when uh, obviously being a hypnotist, I have I've affected and helped people change. So many people change their lives. Um, I, I founded a Montessori school and I ran that for 11 years. I am super proud of leaving that legacy in the city of Tampa. 25 years later, that school is still there going strong. That's shaping young minds. Um, you know, today I get to try to do that at a little bigger level. Um, but the same thing, just helping educate people and look at things differently so that we can recognize other opportunities. Yeah. So at the end of the day, everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I am um, a, a strong-minded and strong-willed woman. Um, I feel very successful in everything that I've done. Um, I feel like I am a generous person. I give a lot, maybe sometimes too much. Um, but that that giving really brings me a lot of joy. And I think that I am the kind of person that at the end of every single day, I, I literally cannot remember a time um, in a very long time when I've reached the end of the day and didn't feel good about what had transpired. Yeah. And, and to me, that is everything. Absolutely. Everything to me. Absolutely. Yeah. So if anyone wants to reach out, hire you, learn more about you, anything about your world, where do they go? Uh, then go to Roberta Fernandez, uh, Roberta at RobertaFernandez.com. Uh, there's all kinds of good stuff there. They can download for free and enjoy and learn a little bit about what I do and um, how I might be able to help them. Excellent. I got to tell you, coming from Kansas City, it's so nice to talk to somebody right in the, in the heart of, of dynasty land out there. So thank you for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. And best of luck with everything. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>